For the 23-24 season, the 1878 FM podcast is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every Everton televised game this season. So instead of trying to struggle to get a game on, why don't you get your mates together and get down to your local Green King Sports pub and get closer to the action. This season, Green King have launched the Green King Sports Instagram page, which will be home to fan content, deals and competitions throughout the season. They've already given away Champions League final tickets and signed shirts, so get over there and don't miss out. So why don't you drop them a follow on Instagram and then you won't be missing out on all the competitions and the giveaways. You'll also be helping out Toffee TV, so head over there now. Hello, welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. It is, of course, a non-football week because of the international break so we've had a lovely quiet yeah. international Absolutely. break me ped and Absolutely. dave there's no bush today no. we are very much hollywood today zero bush um it's been a lovely quiet week ped. Do you know what yeah some parts of it felt like you no know, mary poppins when they skip into the painting and there's the dancing with, with the, the penguins with the penguins yeah. that's how i've felt yeah some of these days mm. just i've gone full dick van dyke mm. you know um Went full dick. That's Jumped on the merry-go-round, mm. the horse. All that was just like a dream sequence. Yeah. Nothing to, could possibly spoil. I mean, to be fair, that that did carry on till Friday morning, I would suggest. That was how it felt. <laughs> Dave, I mean, we'd done this podcast last week. Mm. We were all in a good place. we just won yeah. a Crystal Palace. Yeah. We were chilled. Mm. Um, things were looking up. And then... Friday happened. Yeah, I mean, well, was it not Thursday though, Ped, where you were sort of talking on one of your your shows about how relaxed it was to <laughs> be an Evertonian? In fact, maybe you know you couldn't even remember the last time you felt this relaxed and carefree <laughs> in a blue shirt. And then, as you say, Baz, Friday happened. Um, I was sat exactly where I'm sat now, and I was on my computer, which I'm talking to you now mm-hmm. and my phone was on the desk and all was fine and I think I was halfway through writing an email and my phone beeped and I just thought fuck <laughs> yeah yeah very much just, so fuck yeah and and I just suddenly it was like the whole you know and, and it was like the whole world stopped for mm-hmm. me everything mm-hmm. stopped nothing was important the email never got sent <laughs> I found it actually in my drafts on Sunday. Mm. Um, so yeah, not the world just stopped spinning, mm. and I was just in a state of shock, to be honest with you. I think like like all of us, mm. and um, this cloud that had been hanging over us had arrived, mm. but it was a much bigger cloud than any of us expected. Um, that's for sure, and. Um, yeah, I was just likewise in a state of shock for the rest of the day and indeed over the weekend. I actually went for a beer on Friday night and I felt like having a T-shirt on saying, no, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I figured that most people would want to ask mm. me my opinion, mm. at which point uh, by five o'clock I was already sick of giving it. But um, there we go. Climate change, does that brings a big cloud from nowhere. <laughs> um, I was driving into the studio and received a phone call and i'm driving in and i very much was dancing with the penguins and dick yeah. van dyke's thing mm-hmm. that's how butterflies I were flying be. around the car it was great and then the phone went i thought oh 
answered it and um, got, it's a disgrace, isn't it? And you know when you're trying to process that first thing yeah, and I was yeah. thinking, what like, does it actually yeah, mean? What's a disgrace? And then I went, sorry, what? And he went, uh, 10 points. And then obviously it doesn't take very much to just go, oh, you what? And then very much like, yeah, come in here, pad, come in. And, and we started to, well, yeah, we had phone call with the club first and then we had to go on live and very much so Dave it was it was just like that sickly feeling although ironically there was also Ped mm. at least we know what we're having to deal with now because it had been like hanging but is this, I mean Ped let me ask you is this the worst thing a Premier League football club has ever done because that's the punishment that's been given well clearly no <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, no, it isn't, <laughs> is it? Clearly, isn't the worst thing a Premier League club's ever done. Mm. Um, I don't know what the worst thing a Premier League club's ever done, but no, when you're just like, you know, I don't know. It's just. It's... I'll tell you what the worst thing is a Premier League. Club Go on, Dave. Done. It was the, it was the six clubs, yeah, who tried to completely destroy the entire fabric of English football mm. to line their own pockets by breaking away and making their own Super League, mm. and actually effectively got slapped on the wrist for being naughty boys. That yeah. is far worse yeah. than anything. And that's the thing that pisses me off, I think, the most, is that by comparison, the severity, and that's the word, of the of the sanctions against us, mm. um, is that when you look at it, it's just completely unjust and just doesn't make any sense mm. compared to other examples. I think, I mean, Ped, I don't think we've, we haven't, absolved Everton of, of no. bl- Everton have broken them <laughs> set of rules but I think where I struggle a little bit is there was nothing in black and white for this for this no so there isn't it, is there? there's nothing in black and white there's nothing this is a a trumped up charge mm. I understand FFP and all that kind of thing but even like how they got the points mm. they haven't even said how they got the points they dismissed the idea of the Premier League's um tariff system mm-hmm. and have come up with a, their own system and I, 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 I'm i lost for words to be honest the whole thing is just it just feels like uh, I don't know you know just when you just see a real injustice and you can't you can't express you can't get it over to the people who are just like well you've broken the rules and you're like have we, though, have we really broken the rules is it as Dave said is it any worse than what other people done oh yeah but that was something else and it's just like you can't get that across to people. Yeah, some some there's a lot of media on our side, but there's others who are like, well, you know, you broke the rules and you did this and yeah, you did that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but did we though? Oh. Really, did we? Mm-hmm. Did we do anything really? Like, you know, when you I was listening to something last night, I was like, we're in an era where Premier League football clubs are encouraged to spend. We've mm-hmm. got we've got rolling twenty four hour news that all day when it's transfer deadline mm-hmm. day, it's like encouraging the spending of mm-hmm. money. Like just, they love it. It's yeah. part of like their entertainment. Oh, they spent billions there. Oh, mm-hmm. this summer, billions and billions have been spent. And you're just like, so this has just been actively encouraged. This is something that you've wound the fans up to the point of like, if you're not spending Demanding on deadline it. day, it's seen mm-hmm. as some kind of, it's not successful failure, or whatever. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. failure. And yet a football club goes over by, 19 and a half million and it's like and and i know it's more and i know everton are trying to we're trying to get it down mm. below 19 and a half million and said they had reasons why but it just i just that's the thing it just feels like all these teams with all this wealth 
and and all this power and throwing it around and and you don't have that power and maybe you don't have that wealth to back up what you spent and suddenly it's oh it's 10 points and i'm just like no it's not it's mm. absolute nonsense it's absolute nonsense it's two players in a game being sent off one gets a three match ban because he plays for liverpool and one gets a 10 match ban because he plays for evan mm. and that and oh that's it that's mm. the differences it's just it i'm just but football to me is just it's just dying on its ass because of stuff like this. It really is. Dave, you know, when you look, like, if you look at what Everton have done, or mm. sorry, look, look look at the mitigating circumstances around it, right? And I'm not asking, I'm not saying Everton should have been let off because of these, but you know when you put things like building a stadium, mm-hmm. which if Everton would have took a big loan from a bank at a interest rate of, say, whatever, say it was 10%, saddled the club with that every year. Yeah. If Everton would have took the full the full loan for the stadium, this wouldn't this charge would never have got anywhere near what it did. Mm-hmm. So Everton mm-hmm. have effectively been punished for trying to mm-hmm. not saddle the club or far up machinery for not saddling the club. Then you you throw in a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Which I know every club don't get me wrong, every club was affected. Yeah. I'm not saying it's just Everton, I'm just adding it on. And then you throw in a war in Ukraine, war in Ukraine which has cost Everton not only thirty odd million pound a season in sponsorship, but two hundred and twenty million in naming rights, which is yeah. a huge figure. And especially when you see a ruling yesterday that basically said you can you can now continue sponsorships like that and get more money off it, which helps the likes of Newcastle and stuff. Um, and when you throw those together, all in the melting pot, it shouldn't. Do you think that should be taken into consideration that all of those events in isolation are unique to a football club, but three of those, one on top of the other, has has had a big impact on a football club's finances? Or do you believe, well, in all fairness, the rules are there, so, you know, how do you look at that? Because I just think they're three huge events at Mm. any time, but when Mm. you put one on top of the other, it's going to have some effect isn't it on finances surely my view on it is that common sense has to prevail and mm. all of those factors are huge and you mm. have to look at all of the the things which have culminated and as you say we're not saying that the club hasn't broken the rules and mm. we're not saying that the club hasn't been poorly run for years now mm. and got ourselves into mess because clearly we have done you know but um yeah i think especially given the fact that the you know, the overspend was largely to do with the stadium, which obviously is redeveloping part of North Liverpool and, mm. and is going to create industry and, and jobs, obviously. And as a good thing for the city as a whole, uh, that wasn't taken into account, um, as you say. And then other other factors such as the pandemic and the war in the Ukraine and the war in the Ukraine obviously then knackered the financial relationship with Usmanov, which was mm. paying for the stadium or the naming rights for the stadium. <clears throat> I think... When you look back on it now, though, it was quite obvious that the Premier League, with all the noise that was coming out of them into the press in the last four or five weeks, mm. saying that you know they were it was looking like Everton were getting a, a twelve point deduction, mm. they were really pushing for that. Yeah, yeah, really, really pushing for that, and it was it, you know it did unnerve and alarm us all. Mm. You know, we've talked about this. We didn't necessarily know what was coming, but it was alarming in terms of the rhetoric that was coming mm. out of of the Premier League. Um, and then, 
you know, it now transpires that obviously they're sort of protecting their own backs because they don't want to be independently regulated and they're trying to prove that they can keep their own house in order. And how do they do that? Well, they have to make some kind of landmark case Mm. and pick on a club, which they feel, you know, won't fight back. Watch this space. (laughs) Um, You know, and then also when you look into when you look into the people who were involved in that supposed independent committee, and I don't know how much you've said about this already in the last week, but in terms of the personnel that were there, in terms of David Phillips, KC, and also this guy, uh, Nick Igo mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. and actually their previous involvements in situations, shall we say? That's a safe word, isn't it? Absolutely, you know, They've yeah. been involved in situations at other clubs, which mm-hmm. would therefore mean, and I'm being very careful what I say here, it would therefore mean that they would perhaps not be the best people mm-hmm. to sit on an mm-hmm. independent board yeah. when they have got history and potentially a conflict of interests, some may suggest, in this matter. You know, and mm-hmm. that fuck it i'm gonna gonna stop being on the fence that's a disgrace mm. i mean it's an absolute disgrace but if that's allowed to happen i mean though one of those fellas is, is acting for compensation for the other club and that and a rule was passed before this even started for him to get them round the table and say this goes against everton you've mm. got the case for the compensation how can that be allowed to happen that see even even if Phillips and I go are acting in in with good faith and looking at it objectively. And this is one fella who represented Leeds for a long time when they were having problems. If the other fella was involved in the Carlos Tevez thing, if you if you're acting, you know, choosing a independent panel, which quite clearly wasn't independent because the Premier no. League had to say he was on it. You would. And they'd already made up their mind what they wanted to happen. As exactly. Well, like we just said before. Exactly. So if you looked and went, okay, well, let's just say people are gonna put two and two together and get five if it, mm. if it was mm. purely in good faith you would make sure that none of the people on that panel had any affiliation <laughs> with any football club wouldn't you mm. really you would you'd go let's get someone from whatever 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 right mm. Arsenal Man City and, and Man United who Everton aren't going to threaten let's get three mm. of them whatever and do it I I would just if it would have been me would have been reluctant if I was like trying to pick a panel I would have been keeping all of those little side stories away yeah. from it if it wants a pure independence. Mm. But I can't help thinking that, as well as that, putting stuff out in the media, leaking it to the media that the Premier League wants at 10 points, that to me is prejudicing the case. Now, they could <laughs> turn around and go, well, we're independent and we don't listen to... you. Of course you listen to it. Of mm. course you do. Once it's out there. You can't do it in a lot of legal cases when stuff are in court. You can't be leaking stories to the press about people where the jury well, may well. It doesn't you know, really matter. It's not it. even about. It's not even about whether it was leaked or not. That's what the requirement. Uh, that's, sorry, that's what they recommendation asked, re- was. That was yeah, the recommendation. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but the pressure no, but never that got all that. In the first place, that a recommendation yeah. Yeah. is is twelve points. Yeah, you shouldn't be recommending. You shouldn't be recommending anything. You mm. should just say you've got. Uh, the uh, an open book to say um, what to, yeah. to do what absolutely you want. and if they were truly independent then they would be able to make up their own mind yeah. i mean I've, I've had i've had loads of stuff through on this from various different people one yeah. of which mainly being my cousin paul who has been uh providing me with all sorts of information mm. but yeah you know I, just, I mean there's there's loads of it here but you know i'll read you this one bit 
The lawyer who represented Leeds United is appointed by the Premier League to head the commission in the case the Premier League brought against Everton. That lawyer chaired a case brought by Leeds United and other clubs against Everton. That lawyer decided Mm. that if the commission he is heading upholds the complaint against Everton, that same commission may wish to award compensation to one or more of the applicant clubs. Mm. You know, it's it's a nonsense. Mm. It's just uh, it does feel it feels like it just it just feels like as you said there it was already preempted what was going to yeah. happen, um, and they've hit us with uh, <laughs> they've hit us with like as you're saying. I just can't get over the fact that a point deduction can be worse than administration, can be worse than yeah. going bust, leaving lots of people out of pocket. Yeah. Uh, I can't understand how, how can be. I can't understand how a system brought in to stop clubs from going bust mm. could essentially send us bust if, like, yeah. if it we had a knock-on effect, and obviously uh, all the worst-case scenarios happened, it could send Everton bust. And that to me, how, how can that make? How does that make any sense? I know people go, "Well, you've got to be punished and you cheated and all this," and it's like, "Well, no. Did we really cheat, or have we just made massive mistakes, or have we just got a really inept football club with a really inept board and a really inept owner that we've been all telling you about for the last three years anyway? So it's not like it's a major shock to us. Mm-hmm. We know how bad these people are. We're not. They're not cheating. They're inept." That's that's the I mean, look, thing. look look at the results on the pitch. I mean, clearly we have mm. not bought any kind of footballing advantage at any point mm. in years. Mm. No, you know. So um, yeah, I just think that the whole I think that the whole thing stinks. Mm. All right. Well, on the, sorry. And the, the other the other the other thing as well, just on that point, is the fact that Everton have have participated and complied with this whole investigation process all the way along. Mm. They've been open and transparent, possibly to their detriment, Mm. you know, now looking at it, when you look at uh, in comparison with other clubs who seemingly have not been quite so open and transparent. Mm. Um, And it it just feels to me that whatever Everton did or didn't do in terms of this whole investigation... The mind was already made up. The mm. mind was made up of the of the Premier League and the bullshit independent commission, um, who were puppets or they have other conflicts of interest. You know, nonsense. We're the yeah. scapegoat, aren't we? They've been yeah. we are yeah. the scapegoat for that yeah. for a, for all of these things all converging mm. at once, whether it be mm. Manchester City's hundred and fifteen charges, whether it be an independent regulator. Um all these things converged. Obviously, I think probably the Premier League have probably just got annoyed with us as well because they see the amount of trouble we sort of caused them as well uh, in terms of the way we've run our club and, and the way Mishiri's been. But we are the scapegoat. And for, for openly speaking out yeah, against Yeah, of course, all these things. different things. We are yeah. the scapegoat for all this. It feels like it's all, you know, it's targeted. And, and they probably look at it and go, no one will actually care. People mm. will think we've done our job. And... Um, yeah, that that that's a. I think that's where the anger comes from. Mm. And yet, again, the, the disproportion of the of the ten points is yeah. just baffling, just yeah. absolutely baffling. And each day, though, the thing seems to get worse as people are uncovering how they got to this, what it's done. It's just well, that, every- that's that's. I suppose that's the positive thing is that 
Everton fans, just on their own, the very nature of them is they're like uh, sleuths, aren't yeah, they? they are and they should hopefully all this stuff that's being uncovered and coming out might help the appeal. Mm. I mean, the idea of when you say where did you get the ten points? Mm. Don't know. Well, didn't you? Didn't the Premier League mm. give you a, a like a tariff? Well, they did, but mm. we we completely ignored it. Mm. So where did you get the ten points from? Well. And it's come out that there was a rule change to do that 10 yeah. points and that thing will never be used again. Yeah, it was only a special thing just, just, for special, just for Everton. So all that, mm. that's where... And again, like Dave just said there, Everton's naivety in all this is being... Open. Open mm. and not tying them in knots like mm. Manchester City did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just getting a really good lawyer in and just going, we'll just fuck you for years. Mm. And mm. almost question the legitimacy. Because well, are... that's what City well, are doing. City are literally mm. saying it's illegal now. Profit and sustainability rules. So, and what the Premier League make you do is illegal, which I've said for years. I don't see how they can tell you what you can and can't do in terms of getting money into your how money comes into your football club if, if you're trying to keep the club sustainable. Mm-hmm. And City are basically saying that now, and what they can. So we'll see what happens with them. But obviously, it feels to us like we've been hammered. Do you think? Just finally on this, then, do you mm-hmm. think that? Um, with the appeal and with the amount of like the spotlight on it now with MPs, I think twelve of the sixteen Liverpool MPs currently have signed mm. the letter. I think there'll be the other four will join in as well. Obviously, Steve Rotherham's wrote um, a letter to Richard Masters in the Premier League. Ian Byrne got the early day motion or whatever it was called in place. Uh, it's going to be heard in Parliament. There's huge outcry. Uh, do you think this? may well end up reducing Everton's points deduction? Realistically, no. Oh, okay. If I'm, if I'm awfully honest. I mean, I hope that you're right, mm. but I personally don't think it will. Okay. Um, I think that it will be the 10 points. Um, and, But on a positive note, I think we get out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that as many people have, have said, and we've said before, if there was ever a time to have a 10-point deduction, this would be the season to do it. Mm. Um, and it galvanises the club, uh, the fans, the players, everybody associated, and and they fight all the way because the only the only thing we have to achieve this season, apart from the Carabao Cup, obviously, mm-hmm. is, uh, is avoiding relegation. That's it. And if we do that, which I believe we will, then we've done... Everything, and that's with the assumption that the ten point deduction remains. Mm. Maybe it doesn't. You know, maybe it gets reduced, and and if mm. so, then then fantastic. But in my mm. own mind, I'm not banking on yeah, that. Yeah. I'm not banking on it in, in any way. Mm. I'm, I'm I, this. It, that's that's not an option for me. You know, I'm looking at the look at looking at where we are now. Yeah. You know, and the fixtures yeah. ahead of us. And do you know what? Actually, I mean, I quite fancy. I quite fancy the fixtures that we have between now and Christmas, mm. all mm. things considered. Mm. You know, because you know, first game after this, United at home will be a bear pit. Yeah. Forest away, winnable. Yeah. Newcastle at home again. I mean, with 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 the home crowd, who knows? Chelsea at home as well. Mm. Burnley, fuck them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Away on the sixteenth. Mm obvious reasons yeah all them at home the only thing the, the one the one that the one where i think that you know i don't see us getting anything is spurs away mm. Mm. but up until then i think there's points in all of those 
absolutely. Yeah. And there's and also there's a reason to fight for all of them. Yeah. You know, these are big clubs coming to Goodison yeah. or they're people mm-hmm. who we also want to do for other reasons. Mm. You know, I quite like that run. Mm. Uh, when we perhaps need it most. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. You know, We're all going to be in it, aren't we? But it's not like yeah. we've had these bare put atmospheres in the last couple of years, but it's been obviously fractured in, mm. in ways. But at least everyone's in it together now. And as you said, Dave, you just have to look at it and think, well, the 10 points has taken off us. Let's get ourselves out of it. Mm. And then if they, if we get handed points mm. back and that takes us up further up the league, mm. then... then and so be it. But it's just good that there's so much noise about as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned there, like, politicians and stuff, a lot of journalists on our side. People have just got to keep making noise about mm-hmm. this. Don't let it settle down. I don't think it will. But just like let, to... just every, obviously, every home game's going to be mad. Away games, you know, mm-hmm. our fans are going to make their feelings known. But I think it's important people on the outside who are Evertonians or who are not Evertonians make their feelings known as well. Mm-hmm. This is unjust. Mm-hmm. It's far, You know, and I, I know a lot of people won't see it like that on the outside, but it really is. Um, so mm. we just have to keep making noise about it and don't let it set, that settle down. Absolutely. Make sure that asterisk is next to like the points total and say, mm. you know, that's not that's not real. Next that's not real. And I suppose for the players' perspective and John Dyke, they're in good form. They've, they've won mm. four, they've won games. They've won six of the last nine. That's the form. Can't take that that's the form you carry on. They're, yeah. they're in it. And I think you know, in a, in a potentially over romantic way, I think that. You know the the uphill battle that they now find themselves, and obviously the galvanising of the support around the club, but also the support from football fans mm. outside of Everton who feel it's unjust, mm. means that I think there will be a lot of people rooting for us and thinking, Do you know what? I wonder if they can get out of this. Yeah. You know, and we'll mm. almost be willing us on. You know, in those neutral games where. Mm. They don't have a vested interest. They'd be like, you know what? Come on, do it. Mm. You know, bloody climb that table, get out of it, prove them wrong. Absolutely. Um, that's what I'm hoping anyway. It won't be the case for everybody, but listen, we've got enough. We've got enough ourselves mm. to uh, to get over the line and fight this, and it starts on Sunday. Absolutely. Well, our fourth member who is near, this is his thoughts on Everton, with a random question at the end of it as well. Hey chaps, it's Bush here in a glamorous train station uh, waiting room on my way to go and interview the Everton legend that is Trevor Stephen about a thing for Rock and Roll Football and Absolute Radio. Uh, sorry I'm missing you guys, uh, hope you're doing okay. Uh, what a week it has been, just when we were talking the other, uh, other episode about finally Everton being able to kind of quietly get on with, you know, rehabilitation we get hit with this. Why can't we just have a quiet life? It's, it's just incredibly frustrating, this whole 10-point thing. Obviously, they're trying to make an example out of us. It's too risky to have a go at City because I have to hand the league title back and all that kind of thing. But A, it's going to galvanise the club. No two ways about it. We're great in the trenches, Everton Football Club. Bring on the dogs of war, that kind of thing. Um, and, and B, I just think what's been heartwarming uh, is the amount of messages from uh people who don't have a vested interest in Everton who think it's outrageous. I think there's a lot of voices uh, sticking up for us, which is good. I hate the fact that we're back on the radar of all the, you know, the shite journalists from, uh, you know, like the Daily Mail and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's annoying that we're back in their sites, you know, crap football banter, um, Twitter accounts and all that kind of stuff, because that was what it was like a year or so ago, and I feel like we've kind of moved away from that. So, yeah, I feel like it's, we're going to get out of it. It'll be fine. Some good protests coming up, and, and, and Goodison's going to be a bear pit at the weekend, which is great. My weird question for you guys is this. Have you ever done a poo outside? 
It's a good way. You know what? It's a good way to move on. It's a yeah, good I way mean, to move on. Right, so yeah. my answer is no, because I am very much like a shipwreck of American yeah, Pie. Absolutely. I, I, have a, I can't really go near. But you know, if I was to be able to yeah. select it right now, mm, mm. it'd be outside the Premier League headquarters. Why not? Mm. <laughs> Why so, not? Alone. Yeah. You know, Why so not? Dave, uh, 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 anything to add to Andrew Bush's naughty question? Uh, nothing to to add to his naughty question. Mm. I haven't. I I can honestly say, you know, even even in my late thirties now, I've mm. never actually had the opportunity, nor the desire, nor the need to ever go and do a poo in mm. an alfresco environment. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that that will never happen, but mm. it's never happened to date, so I have nothing to add ah. to there. And I support what he says, just generally before the. Mm. Um, before the question. Mm. And obviously speaking to Trevor Stephen, he was a fantastic yeah. player forever. Don't, 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 don't you... defecate in front of Trevor Stephen. No, certainly no, not. That no, wouldn't be the place no, to make your defecating no. debut, would it? No. What it, well, it... We don't know if it would be his debut. Wouldn't be no, true. Well, he's brought it up, so mm-hmm. maybe it isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ped, have you got anything to add? To yeah, you know, there have been woods. Have there? There have been woods. Oh, okay. You know, you know lots of tigers. Yeah, been woods, mm-hmm. and and you know, you've had shit to... happens. <laughs> Literally, yeah. fair play. Okay, mm. let's. Mm. Well, so we have got. Listen, uh, have you got? I'm sorry, was there, was there more to add? No, there might be. I just don't think it's appropriate right now. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, with I you. mean, you know, when you go down to the woods today, you're sure of a, a big, big surprise. surprise. He's a big lad you know, and he eats know. a lot. So there you go. Well, I mean, I don't know whether he does eat a lot, but he's a big lad. Um, unless it's my pizza that he eats. Uh, just a few random, because I do think we we just picked this up just slightly with a few yeah. random questions. Mm, but remember the remember the the banner on the M62 we showed yesterday. Yeah, Bano's yeah. in the comments says, "Did you like my banner on the M62?" And he's oh, done the fish. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So Bano could have put his banner. I wonder if he puts banners everywhere, and that's why his name is Bano. Bano. Gets mm. Bano. They're talking about shit. Mm. Bano gets where shit doesn't. That maybe honestly, <laughs> fair play honestly, to Bano. Honestly, yeah. does. Oh, the, yeah, he just get he gets on the front of every picture when Everton are playing away. Does he? Yeah. yeah he, 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 don't you remember when he turned up at that one of our nights? Is that Bano? That's Bano, Big yeah, Bano. with the beard. That's Bano, Bano with the cap. Bano. the cap. Fair play, good Bano. Lad, good lad, Bano. Fair play, Bano. He's got Bano the Bano. Bano the Bano, man. Yeah, fair play. David, we can call him. Uh, Brian Ball, favourite all-time TV show? I mean, Brian Ball, eh... Uh... He's just asked the question. No, he's I not. Know. He's not a, a TV show. Give me some time. I said. It, so oh, okay. I think David. He should. We should start with this one. Have you got a favourite all-time TV show that you could just reel off, Dave, or not? Um, I used to like Kickstart. <laughs> Kickstart. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I remember that? Fair play. I, I used to like if Kickstart. Any, if anyone doesn't know what Kickstart was, it was a load of like nine-year-old children. Mm. On motorbikes, on bikes, yeah. traversing uh, hills and mm. mountains, mud hills, and on little, yes. little bit of wood and stuff, mm. and then they'd mm. fall off and go, "Oh damn it, Damien has probably broken <laughs> something there." Better they had those white biking outfits yeah. on as well, mm. didn't? But it, it used to be on a dead weird time. You'd be on like one o'clock in the afternoon. Weird. Encouraging people to track off school. And I, I ride motorbikes, ride motorbikes on hills. On hills mm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> not great. <laughs> not great. Twenty-four. I'm going for. Twenty-four. I yeah. I think that's one of my. I, I, I mean, that's probably a different style. Isn't oh, it? absolutely different mm. style. But you know, the only problem with twenty-four is it couldn't just like it couldn't just be on and you just dip into. No, no. And I think real that's time. What, that's what makes it. That's what makes do, a great do, show. Do, do. So mine would be uh, if I'm gonna go like I've got shows I love, 
and put that like longer format. But I'm mm. gonna just go for something I can just sit down and watch it anytime. Father Ted. Okay. If that we are then if we're doing that, yeah. just throw it on. It doesn't mm. matter mm. with the office, American oh, office. There you go. There you go. Um, so Dave went with kicks that. This is a good one from hmm. Jess. That can't can be I, Dave's. Can I, no, can I? Can I change my? I mean, of course now, you can. Go on. Now, now that now that I feel that you know the conversation has, has, has shifted. The bar Go on then. What? Um, I can honestly. I know. It's, I know it's um, recent. I yeah. think Succession is one of the best things I've ever seen ever. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Succession was just an absolute work of art. What did and you think so, of the ending? Now you've processed it. Um. It was always going to be tough, wasn't it? Yeah. To when you've had that much water under the bridge mm-hmm. and tough. how are they going to wrap it up? Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. I mean, you're sort of implying that it was perhaps slightly disappointing, but I don't know how else they do it. To no, no, I, I I enjoyed the end and I just, it, it, but I'm sure some people did think it was, it was very much like Sopranos, wasn't it? It was just like bang, mm. done, done and dusted. But I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, great show, absolutely great show. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Um, on from there, Jez says you have a light aircraft that yeah. you can send to a small, crappy desert island for a life of misery and sunburn. Mm. But it only has five seats. Yeah. What five British bellends are you putting on it? Fair play, Jez. I mean, I'll start with one, and then I'll come back. Richard Masters is piloting it. That's what I'm going with. Um, can we go with um? David Phillips and Nick Igo. <laughs> so there's three on well, it already. There's three on there as well. Ped, have you got two places to add? Yeah. Um, or do you want your own five? I want my own five. Okay. Go on then. Uh, Trump, Farage. British? Don't care. Don't care. I don't know. Trump, you... no. Farage, Johnson. Uh... Yours has got a theme, but carry on. No, it has. It has. Mm. People, have, people who are trying to destroy the world. Go on then. Um, Richard Masters. They're trying to destroy and, the world. Um, Jedward. No, I like Jedward. Je- I okay. think they're great. I think Jedward are great. I can't. And uh, one more, one more, one more, one more. Oh, yeah, Matt Hancock. Uh, oh, one more, one more. No, I can't say it. Not allowed. Andrew Robertson. No. 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 Okay. Oh yeah, there's, there's, a special, there's, a spe- there's a special place on the plane for him. <laughs> I'm not that spiteful. I am. It's yeah, just scrappy do type. Fair play. But mm. ma- whoever else is on it, Richard Masters is definitely the pilot mm. on it. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, Bob Pendleton says, I personally despise Brussels sprouts. Yeah. What is your devil's food? So just one Ooh. food type that you're putting in room 101. Devil's food. Oh, I've got one while you're waiting. Go on, go on, go on. Coriander for me. Mm. Coriander? And yeah, okay. and it's, the, it's the, the fresh coriander that you sometimes get on top. Oh, this sounds very middle class, doesn't it? Mm. You know? Oh, I hate fresh coriander. Can't <laughs> um, abide it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just don't like the I don't like the taste of it. It's just a bit, it's almost like metallic and yeah, mm. I don't like that. But on the Brussels sprouts one, while Ped's thinking what his answer is, and yep. I'll just fill for time here if yeah, you like, yeah, well. is that Brussels sprouts also are one of my pet hates. I just, you know, when when they just come out all bored. However, right, and she will be watching this. So, you know, I said before about my cousin Paul, right? Well, his yeah. wife, Ali, she'll be watching this as well because our Paul will be watching it. Okay. But, so she does something clever with Brussels sprouts where she actually slices them mm. and then she sort of sautés them in a pan 
with like bacon. Yeah, mum's done this, yeah. And actually, that's a whole different yeah, take. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. And they're, they're really, really tasty. They come so, tasty yeah. then, yeah. Looking outside of the box, then maybe that is your... So what's her name? Tip. Uh, Ali. Ali. Well done, Ali. Well mm-hmm. done for sex and up brushes. I'm going to go with I like um, I like that. corned beef ash. Really? Yeah. And I, I've told you this before. No, no, no. Anything that was given out as ration food shouldn't be allowed anymore. It's as simple I don't, as that. I, feel, I almost feel like the, the way the world's going, we're getting back to ration food. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I didn't mind corned beef ash. I couldn't, I couldn't have no. something like spam. No. Corned beef ash. Uh, something like that. I couldn't have that. But uh, custard creams for mine. Devil's food. Really? Yeah. I like I, they made me sick when I was a kid. Hang on, you're missing the obvious and here. I can't. No. <gasps> well, you see, they're, they're almost... Orange clubs are yeah. the real answer. Yeah. Orange clubs should be burnt at the stake. They're a fucking disgrace. But custard creams like, are coming up like on the them. inside, on the rails. I like custard creams. I also like um, I like jammy dodgers as well. Yeah, jammy uh, dodgers. How do you sound. feel about those? No, they're sound. I can live with they're absolutely okay. sound. They have to be dipped though. They're dipped or I, dipped. I like to eat. I like to eat the outside first and then save the the jammy bit in the okay, middle. Okay, Dave. Hey, it's a life choice. That is that Absolutely. is up to you. you it's know. superb. It's superb. Um, Pip, hello. You haven't given me a question, but hello. You get us through the long drives. Hello, um, three trucker fans. So there you go. Hello. Um, I just see one quickly. Jill Crean, if you could body swap for twenty four hours with anyone, yeah. past or present, mm. who would mm. it be? Why? And what would you do while in control of that person? Uh, Tommy. There's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tremendous answer that is a tremendous just to have the size of his no no oh, just, okay. just just for Pamela just for Pamela just for Pamela mm. fair play you know fair play just, that, hey that's that was a quick what I like that no, I mean, it wouldn't be you know might that, be you no. know. well it might be <laughs> very very well you can do lots couldn't you have got 24 Are you hours on the boat <laughs> on the boat just you you and Pam on the boat and the vid camera okay Fair play. Well, you want a better HD? It wasn't HD, no, though, it wasn't. Was you want better. No. You could probably uh, get like a GoPro and everything these days. No, you, could yeah. have you, could re- you could really up. up do you up, think upgrade, you could yeah. up the ante there? But do you think that? speak. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could up the ante. You could. I mean, that'd be a. Do you think that might be a passing killer Sorry, though? I was just the thinking, GoPro on I your mean, head. I was just thinking. Well, you know. Was. Well, you do. I mean, no, I know what you mean. I mean, it sounds sounds like some kind of like CD video, doesn't it? With it auntie so and so up in the ante. Oh, okay. What the fair See what I mean? She might have yeah, been someone's auntie, yeah. yeah? So, mm. you, so Dave, have you got any uh, anything to add on to this? If you could body swap for twenty four hours, anyone past present, who would it be? Why and what would you do while in control of that person's life? I think it would be Aquaman or someone like that because you know I think if you're going to body okay. swap it needs to be somebody who is who is slightly different to you. I mean I'm not really very Aquaman naturally, mm. right? So I think maybe that. Uh, where would I go? What would I do? Well, no, I mean, I mean I you, know. Aquaman, you Atlantis, and your bleeding surely? paddleboard, you'd be fine. Surely you go well, to like yeah, Atlantis. yeah. I just I just think maybe a little bit more, you know. Yeah. Grrr. Okay. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, more, more grr than I am. More grr, know, yeah. Grr. Real life. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you just passing that one by, are you? Uh, Gary Lineker, and I'd stay at Everton and win everything. Um, 24 hours. Yeah, I just wouldn't sign the contact at Barcelona. There you go. Uh, I mean, listen, I've got other ones that are far more interesting, and, and I've got a current day one. Tiki, whatever his name is. Tiki Tucker or whatever. John, did you say? John, because he wants to be gone till November. Gone till November, yeah. Tiki Tanaka. What's the one who's married to Rita Ora? Tanisha Tikara? No, not here. What's his name, Ped? 
Der greie Typ. Ziggy Wanderer, whatever he's called. Ziggy Wanderer, wrong names, and now it's throwing me off the real name. I can't remember what his name is, but he's married to Rita Ori. He'd have fun for 24 hours there. Joe Mack says, if you could know the absolute truth to one question, what would you ask? What would that one be? The absolute truth. Who killed JFK? You love that, don't you? Of course, man. All right. Dave? Um, Tough one. Yeah. Okay. I keep, still keep thinking about the Independent Commission. <laughs> Fair enough. How did you get to 10 Yeah, points? how did you get yeah, to that 10 was kind of, that, That's dominating my, my thought process at the moment. It's all just stuff about how... How did you appoint those people who were clearly unsuitable? And how did you come to that thing? And how have you changed the rules just for us? Okay. Other questions. Other questions. Will be highlighted in the next four to six weeks. Right, the last one. Chad, me fondue, cheese fondue, chocolate fondue, or fuck you fondue? What's in a fuck you fondue? I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. maybe just means fondue in the bin. Oh, I see. Right, okay. I'd go for it. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever had fondue, but I just looking at them, I'd probably go with chocolate. But I don't know. I don't think I've ever had fondue either, but mm. I find the idea of it in a savoury sense to be a little bit sickly. Mm. So I think cheese. What was it? Cheese meat. Meat or chocolate or oh, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I think I'd probably go chocolate or fuck you because yeah. I think that. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I fancy the meat one or the no. or the cheese one. But plus also the, is the meat one not cheese based anyway? Isn't fondue essentially a cheese based thing? Yeah, it's wrapping cheese round. It's gonna be mm. meat and cheese oh. as opposed to cheese and cheese. Mm. I'm gonna chocolate. Yeah, do you know what it's not yeah. it's not really my bag no. to be honest with you. No, no. So we'd be probably all there on the side of fucky fondue, yeah. but if we had to it'd be chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. I'm going yeah. for uh Waika Tatiki. That's him. That's him. It's not I'm having. That, that, that is, it sounds like him. That's where I'm going for 24 yeah. hours anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's hope my missus doesn't listen to this. Right. We are looking at how to pronounce Taika Waititi. There you go. Waika Waititi. There you go. There you go. Dave, no sound effect just to finish that off. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Um, we can... Uh, that one? Yeah. <laughs> That one. <laughs> that was the that was the independent commission bit of that yeah. delivered yeah. the news to Everton. I mean, you know, I mean, this is this is no more silly than what's actually happened in real life. No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, that was a little bit more profanity yeah. than normal, but hey ho, it the weakest call for that. Dave. Right, it is sweary, Dave. Let's leave it there. Dave's a very busy man. He's got to go off and do other stuff, as have we. So yeah. thank you all for listening. Leave your comments below. Anyone's question we didn't get to, we will do next week. A big thanks to uh, Mr. Bush as well for making a brief appearance. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. Subscribe, like, give it five stars. Do all of that good stuff, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Take care, Wade.